Hey guys, it's Brooklyn and welcome back to the Sit Back and Chat podcast. So good morning, good night, good afternoon, good mid-afternoon, good evening, good mid-evening, good whatever time it is when you are tuning into this episode. But hello everyone, I hope everyone is doing well. I hope things are going great for you mentally, physically, and spiritually. I have a lot to discuss today and I am so glad that you are here to tune in. I am your host, Brooklyn B, and on this podcast we discuss many things including, but not limited to, advice giving, life experience sharing, story time telling, self-care helping types of topics. But most importantly, everything on this podcast is 100% certified real talk. As always, my social media and the social media of the podcast is linked in the episode's description as well as petitions for different causes and information on important things that are currently going on. Because as you guys know, you know the drill by now, we have to stay informed, aware, and present in today's issues and the things that are going on around us. As you can tell by the title of today's episode, I will be talking about Emmett Till. I will be telling the story of what happened to him, and to warn everyone, it is very graphic and disturbing. So, if you are under the age of 18, I would really appreciate it if you were to ask your parents if you can continue to listen to this episode. There will be mentions of beatings, murder, torture, and things around that realm. So, if you are not comfortable with hearing that, or if that is something that you are sensitive to, I do have timestamps in the description of this episode where it timestamps in the episode where I will be talking about the most disturbing and gory stuff of the story. But if you just skip over that and go to where the timestamp ends, then you can continue on listening to this episode and there will no longer be any graphic details. Listener discretion is advised for this episode. However, it is history and it does need to be talked about. However, if you are not comfortable with that, I completely understand. You can look at the timestamps and skip over the very graphic details or you can skip out on the episode as a whole. It does not offend me or anything like that. I understand. However, as a reminder, just to let everyone know, for the remainder of Black History Month, all of my episodes will be like this and they will be about Black history and I will return back to my normal content as soon as Black History Month is over. Black history is very important. Black history is honestly not talked about nearly as much as it should be, so I am dedicating this month to talk about the things that need to be talked about and to bring awareness to different people and their stories. I apologize for this not being my regular content, but this is important to me, and it should be important to you as well. So without further ado, put in some headphones, grab some snacks, and sit back and chat with me, Brooklyn B. Hello everyone again. I am doing well and I hope you are doing well too. As my little brief life update, life has been good. Life has been great. I've been doing very well. I have been guest starring on many podcasts and there's many more to come as they go live. I will let you guys know and just make sure to follow the podcast Instagram to be updated on things like that, which is at sitbackandchat.podcast. It has been snowing nonstop where I live. It's very snowy, icy, and extremely cold. It was sub-zero yesterday and it just continues to get worse and worse and it keeps snowing and it won't stop getting cold. And I'm really, really, really missing summer right now, but it's coming soon and that makes me happy. Enough about me and let's move right into the things that are important. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Today we are going to be talking about someone very important, someone very young, and someone that had something happen to them that was extremely tragic, disgusting, horrendous, and just sick. I just want to warn you, if you are 
very sensitive to these types of topics. I'm going to be talking about murder and, you know, beatings and stuff of that nature. So if you are sensitive to things like that, if you don't want to hear something like that, if that's really going to upset you, then I will leave a timestamp in the episode's description of where to skip to so you don't have to hear that. But if that's something that you want to hear about or if you don't necessarily want to hear about this, because I understand I wouldn't really want to hear about this, but you think it's important for you to, you know, hear about it anyways, that's good and I'm going to be happy to share what I have to say. Though this person was not an activist like, you know, your popular Martin Luther King Jr. and Rosa Parks and Malcolm X and people of that nature, this person is not an activist. However, what happened to them really sparked something with the civil rights movement and it was a really big deal because it was just so tragic and it really put things in perspective for many people back then and still even now. I heard this story when I was fairly young and it still bothers me to this day because it is very disturbing. However, it's history. We need to learn it. We need to hear his story and really take that with us to do better in the future. Today, I'm going to be talking about Emmett Till. If you do not know who he is, you're about to learn. And if you do already know who he is and what the story is, well, I'm about to retell it. So let's start. Emmett Lewis Till was born on July 25th, 1941 in Chicago, Illinois, and died on August 28th, 1955 in Money, Mississippi. This was a time of high racial tensions in the U.S. because there was still segregation, there was a lot of mistreatment, and just a lot of horrible, very foul things going on. During the summer of 1955, Emmett traveled to Mississippi to visit his family and relatives, and he was staying there for the summer to visit them, kind of hang out, and get somewhere new. On August 24th of 1955, Emmett was with some of his friends and cousins and they were going inside a grocery store or a little mart per se in Money, Mississippi and his friends dared him to ask the cashier on a date which was a white woman. Emmett took this dare and whistled at the woman, or it was claimed that he whistled at the woman and asked her on a date or or something of that nature, though there is no proof of that. But to remind you, like I said, this was a time of really high racial tensions and many people back then didn't believe in interracial relationships or think that, you know, African-American people should even really talk to Caucasian people, so it was a really, really weird, horrendous time. In the middle of the night on August 28th, the husband of the cashier of the store that Emmett whistled at and his half-brother went to the house where Emmett was staying in Mississippi and kidnapped him at gunpoint. They basically dragged Emmett out of his relative's house at gunpoint and took him away and abducted him. The things that I'm about to say next are very graphic, very disturbing, and it has mentions of murder, Um, beatings and just very gory stuff. So like I said, if you do not want to hear that, then skip ahead and I will leave a timestamp in the description of this episode. So moving forward, they took him to a barn slash tool house type of thing and they beat him mercilessly and they beat him very badly. They whipped him, they kicked him, they punched him, pretty much everything that you could be think of. Um, Just think of basically being tortured and that was done to him. Then after they beat him to the point where he was pretty much halfway dead, they ended up shooting him in the head. I would also like to mention before they even took him to that tool house slash barn house, when they put him in the back of the pickup truck to abduct him, they pistol whipped him, knocking him unconscious. But when they were beating him, he was conscious. After they finished beating him and shooting him, they eventually put him in the back of a pickup truck, his dead body that was pouring in blood. And one of the neighbors to the barn where he was murdered in 
said that there was pools of blood leaking from the bed of the pickup truck, which was Emmett's, because he was badly beaten and dead. The neighbor asked Emmett's murderers about the suspicious amount of blood, and Emmett's boot was also underneath the pickup truck, and the murderers of Emmett said that they had killed a deer, even though it wasn't deer hunting season, and basically tried to cover up his murder by saying that he was a animal. So they threw him in the back of the pickup truck, his dead body, and they proceeded to drive miles and miles and miles trying to figure out how to dispose of his body, and they ended up getting a very heavy, I think it was a 70-pound industrial fan, and wrapping it around his neck with barbed wire and putting him in a river. And they put the fan around his neck to weigh his body down to basically sink him in the river. So they did this brutal murder and beating. And to remind you, at this time, Emmett was 14 years of age, so he was younger than me. 14, you are either in eighth grade or a freshman in high school. As extremely young, which makes this entire story even more disturbing, considering the fact that he was a child. Think about yourself when you were 14, or even if you are 14, think about having that happen to you at such a young age and how scary it would be to have someone come into your house, abduct you, and brutally beat you and murder you, and then throw your body in a river as if you were garbage. It's very disgusting, very disturbing, and I don't even know how they could even perform these acts because that is just so heinous and just sick. I could never... I hope no one else could ever do that either. That's just horrible, and people like that are severely disturbed. After they put him in the river, they proceeded to live their lives. Um, they were bragging about the murder, and they continued to live their lives like nothing even happened, as if they didn't take a young boy's life and throw him in a river. Obviously, word got out that Emmett was missing and his relatives began looking for him, but they were scared to call the police because the murderers threatened that if they told anyone that they would come kill them all. And also at this time with the racial tension, especially in the South, the police probably wouldn't have done much anyways. About two or three days later, some men were fishing in the river that Emmett was dumped in and they found his body because obviously it began to float and his body was floating in the river and they found his body and obviously called the police. And his body was so heavily mutilated, so heavily beaten that he was extremely swollen beyond recognition and he was bloated, filled with water. I'm not trying to be super graphic, but it's just really what happened and it's really disturbing. His head was very badly mutilated from not only the blunt trauma from being beaten, but from also being in the bottom of a river for multiple days on end being filled with water. And also he was shot by his ear in his head. His eye came out of his socket because they beat him so badly. His eye was out of his socket, hanging out of his socket by the thread. And there was so many just bruises all over him. He was so badly beaten just everywhere on his body, every single place on his body that it was a bruise to account for, a scratch to account for, a missing piece of skin to account for. And obviously his neck was in horrible condition from the barbed wire hang like holding it down with the 70 pound fan and it was just obviously very cut up. The only way that they could identify Emmett was by the ring he was wearing that was given to him by a family member that had initials carved into it. His face was basically unrecognizable due to his injuries. Obviously, at the time, Emmett's murder got national attention due to his age, due to the brutality of how he was killed, and due to the reason that his murderers had in their head for killing him. 
His body was sent back to Chicago, where he was from, and he had an open casket funeral because his mother wanted to display to the world how badly they beat and murdered her son. And she felt as if the world needed to see his injuries, which you can look up the pictures on the internet. I would advise you not to in a way, but then also in a way it kind of needs to be seen. But obviously, if you are a minor, then I would ask your parents first because it is something that will definitely disturb you. And even if you aren't an adult, I would definitely take some precaution before viewing that. But thousands of people came to view Emmett's body in the casket at his, you know, viewing and it shocked the world and it was all in newspapers all over the news and it was everywhere and it was very disturbing and it was a very scary time for African-American people because many people were scared to leave their houses at this point because of what happened to him and they thought that it could happen to them as well. As far as the trial for the people that murdered Emmett um, during this time, like I said, it was a very different time and long story short, they did not go to jail nor prison nor anything and they were acquitted for murdering this young boy in such a brutal fashion and they got to live the rest of their lives like nothing happened. It was an all-white jury with no women, so it was all white men during this time and the jury even admitted after the fact that they knew that his murderers were, were guilty but they felt as if they should not convict them because the punishments that they would face was either life imprisonment or the death penalty which they did not feel was fit punishment for a white man killing a black boy they felt as if that was too harsh considering the fact that they were killing a black person and that they did not deserve to face any of those charges. So they let them go for that fact only. So to pull that story to present day, in 2017, the woman, the cashier of the Mart that Emmett supposedly whistled at and was trying to ask on a date, she retracted what she said, and she admitted that the story that she told was in fact a lie and fabricated and it did not happen that way. That makes the story even worse. Even if he did whistle at her and ask her on a date, that does not even justify anything close to being severely beaten or murdered. The fact that none of that even happened is even more disgusting. She pretty much said all of this stuff on her deathbed and I'm sure she came out and said that it was a lie after all of these years based off of the fact that she probably feels and should feel extremely guilty for what happened to Emmett, considering the fact that it was a lie. That is the story of Emmett Till condensed. Obviously, I did not give you guys full details or, you know, the entire thing, but obviously you can look him up on the internet and read everything that you need to know or everything that you want to know. But I just thought I should give that little short, brief story of what happened to him because it's important, it's disturbing, and that is Black history. And that's what happened to a black boy in America in 1955. And he never got justice. He never got to get married. He never got to have a real world job. He never got to grow old. He never got to do any of those things because he was severely beaten and murdered at the age of 14. And he never even got to live his life. And to mention that this was on a family vacation that he was spending time with his family for the summer. So it was kind of like a vacation for him. And he never got to come back home. He never got to go back to Chicago. He never got to see his mom again. His mom never got to see him again. And it's all very disturbing thinking about how his mother felt sending him there just to spend time with his family, never even thinking about the fact that he wasn't going to come back. And when he did come back, he would be in a casket, mutilated, 
So think about that. Hold your loved ones close and things like that. And just think about the fact that this happened to Black people in America and Black people in America are still being mistreated just in different ways and maybe not to that extent anymore. But it's been happening for years and it's continuing to happen and it's wrong. Something needs to be done about it. Something needs to change. Something needs to give. And I will have more stories on people in the coming weeks. And it's hard to listen to. It's uncomfortable. It's hard. It's hard to hear. It's hard to stomach. It's hard to think about. And it's hard to put yourself in the shoes of this person. But it happened. And it needs to be talked about, which is why I talked about it. It should make you uncomfortable. It should make you mad. It should make you sad. It should make you have your skin crawling because that's how disturbing it is. And it will never get any less disturbing. So that is the story of Emmett Till. And if you are in Illinois, you can visit his grave. He is buried in Chicago. You can visit his grave. He has a street named after him in Summit, Illinois, if you want to visit that as well. Unfortunately, that is all I have for today's episode of Sit Back and Chat. Thank you for joining me here today. And if you made it to the end, I really appreciate you giving my podcast a chance. I hope to see you tuning into my next episode and showing your support. Make sure to follow the podcast on Instagram, which is at sitbackandchat.podcast. Although this wasn't our regular upbeat, positive episode, it was very important and I will continue to do episodes like this for the remainder of Black History Month. So make sure to tune in and be educated on some things about Black history. Remember to spread love, spread positivity, and be kind to everyone around you. I hope this story kind of marinated in our minds a little bit, got us thinking, got us to empathize, and got us to want to do better because that is the intention and that is the purpose. In the description box, I'm going to leave some links to Emmett's story, some links to where you can go visit his grave or the street that is named after him, and things of that nature. I do hope that Emmett is resting in peace and that he is flying high and he is in a better place now. If everyone would join me in a moment of silence, that would be greatly appreciated starting now. So thank you again, everyone, for joining me here today to hear the story of Emmett Till and what unfortunately happened to him and for paying your respects to him. This has been the Sit Back and Chat Black History Series, and this has been your host, Brooklyn B., and I hope that you have a wonderful day.